That was an early warning that we gave you, but it looks like the man has settled down very, very well. Now, this has been, again, you know, I talk about uh, the top trends in the day and the name Stuart Baxter you'd have picked up uh, has been making headlines not only just uh, here in the country because South Africans are so familiar with Stuart Baxter, he's been making international headlines. And um, I listened to this interview, post-match interview. Um, There was a rape comment or two uh, that he made. And that's cost Stuart Baxter his job as the mentor of the Odisha FC in the Indian uh, Super League. Now, last night, in fact, Odisha actually apologized for the comment, tweeting that it is completely, and I quote, unacceptable, whatever the context, uh, does not reflect the values of the club. We at Odisha FC unreservedly apologize and the club management will handle this matter internally. Um, end quote. However, this morning the club released Baxter from his contract. Uh, so let's go across now to Kolkata in India to find out what's going on. And uh, we've got there the senior sports journalist who writes mainly on football, Hindustan Times in Kolkata. Uh, Diman Sakar is joining us. Uh, Diman, thank you so much for your time. Good evening. Welcome to Marawa Sports Worldwide. A, a, a story I'm sure that you'd have never dreamt of covering. Give us some background and where we are now. Uh, good evening uh, to all your listeners. Um, well, it, it caught all of us, to be honest. So, uh, here was a game, and uh, it happened yesterday evening. And uh, when ended 1-0, uh, close game for Odisha, you could see. Uh, and then suddenly, Stuart, uh, who's been uh, who's been conducting himself really well at, at the Slash-Review sports game, comes up with a comment as far as that. And it... It's, it's uh, I mean, it felt like a sucker punch, really, uh, and and you cannot what he said. So, so it's yeah. Uh, immediately, I, I think I think the club reacted uh, in the next couple of hours, and by this morning, it was evident that he'd have to go. And they've been very prompt about uh, the decision to to you know remove him, uh, and they had got him on a two-year contract. So, so it's something they've been very serious about. Did you expect it, though, Demon? once you had heard everything and you found it to be extremely offensive, uh, what he had said? Uh, did you expect the club, obviously, to do what they've done now, which is to fire him? Hello? Yeah, uh, uh, Dim, I'm not sure if you yeah. heard my question. I know that we've been struggling with the line a little no, bit. No, I didn't. Could you repeat that, please? Yeah. yeah. I was saying that from just from your observation and having heard what you heard, we'll play that out uh, for our listeners and we'll, uh, we will warn them, though, that it is a bit of, uh, you know, it's, it's very offensive what he says. Um, but we are That's giving putting a, it mildly, yes. Yeah, I, I'm, that's why I'm saying that we will just warn everybody uh, who's listening that um, it's a post-match interview, uh, but given especially the scourge of rape around the world. South Africans will also know this quite well. Um, and I think more especially, uh, Dima, in India, uh, where the scourge of rape is something that is almost unparalleled. And did you expect the club to take this action? Oh, of course. Yeah, I mean, the club was left with no choice. Anything else that they would have done uh, would have boomeranged on them big time. So, so did they, you know, once, once Stuart Baxter said what he did, his fate at the club was sealed. 
regardless of how badly the club has been doing? Because that could have also been another factor for him potentially being fired. Well, the owner has gone on record uh, on his official Twitter handle saying that the performance or the current form of the club had nothing to do with the uh, removal of uh, Mr. Baxter and that it was only because of what he'd said. So we'll have to take him uh, at, his, at his word. Let's try and break down here. I don't even know, Dima, if um, he has said anything. Uh, Stuart Baxter, I know the club have issued the apology. I read that while you were on hold. Have you heard anything mm-hmm. from Stuart Baxter himself? No, 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 no. We haven't. Uh, but it's also, you see, this is this this is an unusual season, uh, like pretty much everywhere in the world. So, so the there are eleven teams living in a biosecure bubble in a state called Goa, uh, which is on the western side of the country. So. Uh, you know, it's not as if uh, reporters are there like they would be normally uh, covering games and stuff. So, information is uh, difficult to come by, yeah. and and it is obvious that unless Stuart wants to say something himself, uh, or the club makes him say something, which looks unlikely now given that the, he's been sacked, uh, it's it's there is no other way for information to come out because the media does not have direct access because the players and the coach and the staff everyone connected to the league are in a biosecure bubble. Oh, I see. All right, so it's it's pretty much like what we're experiencing here, where it's only uh, basically some of the television commentators that have access to that. I know that some of the That's media right. have been trying That's to fight. Right. Uh, their way to gain access. And, and it's for pretty much the same reason as well. Uh, but with, with modern-day mm-hmm. technology, Diman, uh, you, you'd expect maybe a statement to be issued and posted? I mean, this man has been trending the entire world. Well, the club has done its bit now. I, 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 I don't know. I mean, uh, it's, it's possible that the club wants to dissociate itself with Stuart to the point that they that they haven't even given him a platform to apologize or say something. The mm-hmm. only way Stuart can say something is now using his social media platforms to put out an apology. I, I And I, if he's done that, it hasn't come to our notice. Yeah, well, it, it hasn't uh, to our side. And, and I think that's pretty much what I'm alluding to, is that um, he would mm-hmm. have used or utilized whatever platform he would find uh, easily available, because it's not just a, an Odisha thing now. It's, it, it's a global thing, and it's one that people find Absolutely. very despicable. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and it's even more surprising, because he's such a well-traveled coach. He's handled national teams. And, and you know, he's, he's not just... He's not just uh, someone who's just new to the job or whatever, that makes his comments even more bizarre, really. Have, have you given it some thought? I know I'm asking you a bit of um, an impossible question here. Um, mm-hmm. But if you are a frustrated coach and you mm. feel that your team deserved to get a penalty, or maybe even previous games, uh, Demon, where you have been denied clear-cut penalties... Well, as what? it turns out, they haven't got yeah. a single penalty in the competition so far. Right. But I'm saying that the level of frustration that would lead you to think of rape as one issue to talk about in the post-match interview, have you given it some thought as to what would have led that to him? I know I'm asking you to be Stuart Banks and it's difficult. Maybe you know a bit more context than I do. But if you can, please guide us through. I have no idea. To be honest, I, I could not imagine somebody coming up with a statement as bizarre as... I mean, what is the context? What is the connection? 
I mean, you're talking of being denied a penalty or you're talking of, you know, you don't know what it would take for your team to get a penalty. And you come up with an illusion as bizarre as this. Uh, it, it, frankly, I, I don't think it's possible for me at this point in time to be in his shoes at all. And and I appreciate that. Let's play that while I've got you on the line, so that I know that a mm-hmm. lot of people might not be aware of what it's what we're talking about. So I don't want to be talking over their head. So let's give some context. And and once again, like I say, to any sensitive uh, listener, uh, this will not come across too well. But let's listen into what Stuart Baxter had to say. Yeah, I have, to, I have to say that you need you need decisions to go your way, and and they didn't. I mean, I don't know when we we're going to get a penalty. I think. One of my players would have to rape someone and uh, or get raped himself if he was going to get a penalty. But uh, no. And then when you pull him forward like we were, you... So he's basically saying you must rape someone or get raped to win a penalty. That's, Does it make uh, any sense to you? I no, mean, it doesn't. And, and I listened to him... Yeah, 100%. And I listened to this several times last night because uh, I first thought... Um, when you made the post, I thought, you know, that somebody's fiddled around here with the, with the audio. You never know with social media these days. Right, uh, but, we, right. but we all know Stuart Baxter's voice. I've spoken to him a gazillion times. He's a ref. I mean, he's a, he's a, he's a coach that's uh, uh, coached here both at club and at national team level twice, in fact. And with a, uh, at, with, with, with a certain amount of success, uh, if I absolutely, may add. And he's, absolutely. Uh, I completely understand why he would be as respected as he is in, in, in South Africa, yes. How is he viewed in India as a coach? No, not much because you see uh, uh, the way his team has performed. I mean, it, it's, it is kind of sad because he had got a very young team uh, with, uh, uh, with some foreign players uh, to have to kind of punch above the weight and it is only unfortunate because of the lack of experience, etc. Things didn't go their way. They have lost only two games by a margin of more than by a margin of two goals. Mm. In the fourteen that they have played, they have won, I think uh, they have won uh, one game. So, you know, only twice in fourteen games have they lost by a margin of two goals. So it's not as if they were not there. It's just that, you know, things were not falling into place. The inexperience showed. And so it was not as if the team was being overrun. They're at the bottom of the table. But at no point in time were they being overrun by the competition. So, but it's, know, also, it, it's, it's, it's also losing the, the home games, though, that matter with those two games that you talk about. The recent one uh, where they played against uh, Jam, uh, Jamshedu and Jam also Shedpur. with... Yeah, and, and the earlier one where they played against Chinyin, you'll forgive my pronunciation, yeah. I'm, I'm trying my best, but those were both home mm-hmm. games that they lost. No, well, you see, the home and away context doesn't really make much sense here because games are being played in three venues at one state. Right. In, the, in, a, in, a, in a normal pre-COVID scenario, teams would have been traveling like you would have had everywhere or, or you are still having in Europe now. What's happening in, in the Indian Super League is that there are three venues where 11 teams are playing all their games. They are being played on a double-leg basis, and some teams have a designated, and all teams have a designated home ground, but even that is being shared. So the home and away concept really is academic at this point in time in the league stage. So it's not as if, you know, that uh, Odisha are actually in the state of Odisha and teams are traveling to their state to play. 
which is how it would have been, which is how it was in the past six seasons, and which is how hopefully it would be going forward as well. So, mm. you know, that, that home thing doesn't really, uh, is, is purely academic uh, from the point of view of, uh, you know, the results. But it, it's, I, I don't know, I'm really lost for words. I really don't know what to make of a comment like this. You know what's just happened a few minutes ago, and I'm glad you're still on the line, uh, because we, we've got mm-hmm. one of our local publications here, and I want to share this both with you as well as our listeners. Um, right. The Sankala the Duma publication uh, literally just sent me um, a, a, a statement that's uh, quoting Stuart Baxter. Uh, so I take this as an official statement that he has released, although it is a direct one uh, okay. to the publication. And I, I, and I do thank them for sharing this uh, with us. Um, okay. It says there, and I quote, I was searching for the words and, and I got it wrong. But people that know me know that getting it wrong does not reflect any of my views as a father, grandfather, a citizen, and a husband. There's never been any sort of suspicion that I am not wholly against violence towards females. It would be cowardly. Mm-hmm. I think it is despicable and I have always made my views known. This is not who I am and anybody that knows me knows who I am. Um, and he stressed the public's view of him was essential, saying that uh, when you lose a job, that's a job, but what people think of you is important to me. The biggest pain that I'm feeling now is that I have not spoken in the way that reflects how I feel, and therefore people are questioning me. He says, that hurts more than losing my job, end quote. What do you make of that? Okay. Well, um I suppose an amount of contrition, uh, I would think. Uh, uh, it, it's difficult to... I mean, what else would he have said anyway? Mm. Let's put it this way. And at, at this point in time... And it could be... Look, uh, we, we all have our bad hair days, etc. And it's unfortunate that he gets put in the spotlight. You cannot defend the indefensible. But having said that, it could be that he... This, this is a genuine amount of remorse from a man who's, who knows that he has made a mistake. Yeah. And, I mean, when, when he says that how, what, what people think of him, you know, is, is more than important than losing a job, I mean, that, that really reflects the kind of person that we're dealing with. And, and like I said to you, that we have spoken gazillion times with him. We know the makeup mm-hmm. of the man. He is a true professional, gave Kaiser Chiefs a great deal of success, etc. And, you know, he was with Bafana Bafana. When you talk about national teams, people's view on that yes. is, is here or there, but he was with them in the last Africa Cup of Nations in Egypt. But but but, but all I've got to say is that when you get And his him, team beat Egypt, right? Uh, in, in, yeah. in the round of 16? <laughs> Oh, they right. played. They played the most beautiful football. It, I mean, I was at the venue. It was dead uh-huh. silence. The host nation, uh, you know, bombing out in that way. But, but in, you know, you know what? In, in, in the end, he he showed the glimpses that made him to come back into the national team uh, in terms of performance. But then, in the end, things really don't work out uh, within the national team. But here we are. Club coach sacked. 
international headlines. I've been reviewing because he, you know he's a he's an Englishman, and the UK tabloids started writing what they were writing. So there's a perception right. now. I mean, he'll, he'll need to reflect. I think uh, in about two weeks' time, uh, I think Super Geno here, uh, Mazola talks about uh, he needs two weeks to sort out the paperwork after the dismissal before having to leave because they've been in this bubble, like you rightfully say, since August and. Um, it will take right. a bit of time to process. I mean, what do you think the impression that's left behind in India will be of this man? Cannot be a very favorable. Uh, it is one thing to, to uh, want to be helping a person not doing well, but it, it, it is going to be very unfortunate. It is possible that Baxter will be remembered in his not oh sorry uh, Damon, uh, let, let, me, let me just ask you to turn around to whatever original position you were in uh, because i think you you're making okay. some valid points and and we're losing you there just in terms of the kind of history and legacy uh, he'll potentially leave behind okay am i audible now yeah i think that's sounding better okay so uh, it is one thing to be uh, helping a team that is not doing well but it's completely something else to be saying what he has. And it is going to be unfortunate, but I think Stuart Baxter is going to be remembered for what he has said uh, to the followers of football in this country. He will be remembered by that and not the body of work that he has as a successful coach, of having traveled, as a well-traveled successful coach. That's not how he's going to be remembered. And you know what? His team was actually playing quite good football they were losing games, so they were drawing games. But they were, that is why it could be possibly because they were young, and uh, you know it's it's been a difficult season. Everybody's in a bubble, and uh, the preseason's been really short. It could be a could have been a combination of factors, and with his experience, he could really have turned things around had he been around here, had he lived, had he sought through his two-year contract. But right now, I think the overwhelming. A recollection of Stuart Baxter is going to be what he has said. And isn't it funny, though, that the world knows very little about football in India, um, mm. but you're finding that now that post this comment, and, and because it was live, the game was broadcast live on Star Sport, which is the biggest sports uh, television network in, in India, mm. that now there's it's international... It's going live to 82 uh, countries, uh, 82 India, countries. Indian Super League. Yes. Yeah. But, but, but all I'm saying is that if, if I had to ask, you know, a lot of people around to name two clubs uh, that play in the league itself, they would not be able to say that. And I say that reservedly and, and with all humility. But you're finding that instead of the league getting the kind of response and getting the kind of reaction, it is a comment that has been made by an individual that brings the spotlight now into the Indian Super League. Well, that's the nature of the news cycle, isn't it? I mean, at this point in time, you are right. Uh, it is the comment that has got noticed. But it is also true that, you know, over the past few seasons, uh, with with the Indian Super League being shown to a wider uh, audience or being available to a wider audience in the world, there has been some interest about this uh, from footballers, from coaches, and with City Football Group. Uh, having a 65% investment in one of the teams, which is the Mumbai City football team, who are now the leaders of the uh, league, uh, there has been 
you know, a certain amount of positive interest uh, in the league, uh, in the short history of the league, which is now only seven seasons old. But there is no room for disagreement with what you're saying now, because as we speak, this is why the league has got noticed. Mm. And it is what it is, uh, unfortunate though the case may be. Absolutely. Any replacement news uh, in terms of the coach now that he's vacated his position? Not now because it's uh, the the official line from the club is that the interim coach will take charge. Uh, it's it's not easy to get a coach, and given the way things have happened, because the coach, the new coach, whoever if they if they are looking for a replacement, will have to quarantine for 14 days. Will have to take a number of uh, COVID tests before the coach is available made available. So because everybody is in a bubble, you cannot just fly in a coach. It's not going to work that way. You cannot fly in a coach. You cannot fly in a player. So anybody who flies in has to quarantine first. And we are now, you know, with only six games left in the competition for Odisha, who are definitely not possibly making the playoffs. So it's only six games left for them. It's very unlikely that they'll fly in a coach from abroad. So it is possible that the interim coach will see them through the season. Oh, I see. It makes perfect sense as well in terms of that, uh, Diman. Uh, thank you so much indeed. I'll say thank you for, for chatting to us all the way from India, uh, but also to report that the vaccines uh, arrived safely in South Africa from India. Uh, so we're connecting <laughs> on many different levels. Uh, you know, we thank you for the assistance. Do keep safe and we hope to chat to you soon. Thank you so much. You all keep safe too. Uh, and thank you for giving me the opportunity to talk to you about this. All right. Well-articulated Diman uh, Sakar, the, the senior sports journalist who writes mainly on football, uh, Hindustan Times in Kolkata, joining us right here on Mara Sports Worldwide and, uh, you know, putting paid, giving some context as well uh, to the story around Stuart Baxter. And once again, thanks to uh, the team that Sakala Duma, uh, Mazoram Lifi, uh, for uh, assisting us uh, with the statement that came through from Stuart Baxter. Uh, so we were able uh, to put that out. Uh, but lots of you have reacted. Uh, I'll tell you the score now. Things have changed, I think, Shugari. Monobisi, all of you, says that uh, as I read these words by Baxter, I got chills in my body. Uh, soccer professionals should now be able to handle the pressure and control their blood-boiling emotions uh, on and off the field. You can apologize, but the time might be against you. Uh, there was more here. Wendy Lemdana says, I don't condone Baxter's despicable remarks, uh, but it would have been fair to give time to share his side uh, to prevent any suspicious prejudice on him. Um, I can safely tell you that we've made all efforts to get hold of him, and uh, that has not worked. Uh, but Hansa said at least we were able to get his side via that statement. Gwanele uh, Mfundis says, I got frustrated by some of the ref's decisions to such an extent that I will use wrong words. I can do that. How about the coach who was in the hot seat? But Stuart was wrong at any level of frustration. He is respected here in South Africa. Uh, so a great deal of you reacting, responding, um, Theo Boykanyo says that uh, Stuart Baxter fired because of a statement at the press conference. Uh, yeah, it's, it's exactly that. And he's given us an excerpt of what it is uh, that he said. I was telling you about a, a quick score update. Uh, let me do that before we change tact uh, right here on the show. I'm seeing a 2-0 scoreline. 
and it is exactly that uh, with the golden arrows uh, tunneled up against a land of pirates. Hey, 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 what's going on here? It is, what, six or so minutes to go? Uh, I'm adding on a little bit of time, but you know these days there's nothing less than uh, four minutes of referee's time that gets added. But one person that's been busy in this game, I think even before half time, was the referee. Six yellow cards that he dished out, uh, three apiece. Uh, and then Makubela got one in the 53rd minute, so making it golden arrows there with uh, four yellows, Pirates with three. Uh, but it's the two goals that matter at the moment. Uh, it's the second half. Uh, there's on the clock literally four minutes to go. Uh, Mondi, uh, Mordi uh, scored in the 67th minute, so another brace. So we've had. So if you have a hat trick of braces in one day of football, remember we had two braces in the Amazulu game, and now there's another brace. So we have a hat trick of braces. Oh, my dad. And this is in, man. Well, Scheisinger's hat trick of braces equals what in English? <laughs> 